Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 569 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Ben, but before we get to that, I just want to thank you all once again for those of you who picked up my new audiobook, which is called Will It Fly? How to Test Your Next Business Idea So You Don't Waste Your Time and Money. I've been promoting it here this week on Ask Pat. I know you guys listen to content, and this is a great way to listen to my book. I know a lot of you don't have time to necessarily read, but you would love to have audio in your life through you know, the workouts that you do or the, when you walk with the dog or when you're in the commute. If you want to pick up my book and, and listen to my book instead, head on over to willitflybook.com. You can check it out on Audible, which is it's available there, uh, or just directly on audible.com too. So check it out. Thank you so much again. It's called Will It Fly? And I look forward to hearing what you think about it. I think you'll love it. I, I did narrate it myself too. Okay, here's today's question from Ben. Hi, Pat. My name is Ben Reeve. I live over in the UK. I run a blog called theamateurcyclist.net, which is a website to help time-pressured cyclists get more time out on the road. My question is around how can you be personal in your blog but also stay safe online? What I love about you is how open and honest you are with your listeners about you and your family and what you do. It gives me a real connection to you. And I try to do the same, sharing rides I've been on, videos from my garage, alongside all the articles. My real worry is someone could use this piece of information, piece it all together, and use this information maliciously against me at some point. So my question is, how have you managed to be so transparent on your blog whilst keeping yourself online? Thanks for everything you do, Pat. See you soon. Hey, Ben, thank you so much for this question. I think it's a great question. Even my uh, my executive assistant, Jessica, was like, you have to answer this question because this is such a great question. So I, I appreciate this. And you know, there is a line, obviously, and everybody's line is different of how much they can feel comfortable sharing and what's right. And you know, I think I've been able to stay safe because I don't share things that I wouldn't mind just everybody knowing. And I think that that's really what it comes down to, You know, keeping it simple. Would it be okay if everybody knew this? And I think... It is perceived that I share a lot because, well, I mean, I guess relatively speaking, I, I do, but I also feel like I don't. I do hold back a lot of things that I could potentially share, and I don't share those things because I knew it would put myself and my family and my business at risk, so I don't do those things. But I think I'm very strategic about what I share. For example, at the beginning of every one of my podcast episodes, I share a fun little fact about me. That's not going to change anything except make people feel more like they know me. Um, you know, I don't share things that are security questions on logins. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. Um, I share the fact that I am, I have fitness goals, you know, doing triathlons last year or that this year I'm trying to jump higher and dunk, even though I'm only five, eight, like, and I share my videos on Instagram. And I think those particular things that I do share, I do share quite a bit. But I don't share everything, that's for sure. So I think in, in your mind mentally you have to decide, well, what is it that I'm going to share that's going to help me build a better relationship with my audience and just focus on those things. Um, I also am very, very big on if you're going to do this and share a lot about your personal life. And again, it, when I say that, it makes it seem like I'm sharing every everything that's that in the world that's happening, but I'm not. Again, I'm very strategic about this, and I'm very conscious about what I'm sharing. But along those same lines, I'm also very open with my wife about those things too because it's not just me. It's my family also in being involved. So I 
communicate with my wife on those things. Well, what is okay? What is not okay? What makes sense? What, what doesn't make sense? And I always just, you know, get her permission on some things if I feel like it may be questionable. And she always comes at it from a very realistic point of view too. And she said no to some things too. So I think it's important to have a sounding board. Kind of like how you're asking here, Ben, and I think that's smart. And if you could have other people in your life that you could run things by first before actually putting them out there in the world, I think um, that would be really cool to have. Just be smart, be aware, be conscious about what it is that you're doing, but also be proactive. You know, I'm very proactive with sharing those things. I am not afraid to share things that I then make the commitment to be okay with sharing, if that makes sense. So not really much oh, much to say about that. I mean, the other the other part of being open and honest is, is sharing my failures. I think more than anything, even if it, if it you know, th- those other things we're talking about, we're talking about things that aren't related to business, but, you know, have everything to do with actually building relationships. So actually, therefore, it does have everything to do with business in this day and age. Um, but the other part of it is that even business-related topics that I share, I'm open, I'm open and honest about. And a lot of times... People are like, wow, how, how, how could you share that? But I feel like that makes me more human. And what I mean by that is my failures. A lot of people are afraid to failure, they're afraid to share their failures, and I think it's okay to do that. I think it makes you more human. It makes you more relatable and likable. And you know, that's the kind of stuff you would learn about a friend is the stuff that you know, not only the good things that happen to them, but, but the trials and errors that they go through also, and that's how you could be there for them or vice versa. So Ben, I hope that's, that makes sense. It's a it's a simple answer, but I, I hope it does make sense, and I hope it gives you some clarity moving forward. I'm going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured uh, here on the show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And again, one more time to finish off the week, please, if you haven't gone so or done so yet, check out my audiobook for Will It Fly, narrated by yours truly. And a lot of hours in the studio, Ben, actually. A lot of you sh- saw me in the studio on Instagram and on Snapchat. It was a lot of fun to do. I think you're going to enjoy it. Go to willitflybook.com. You can check it out on the Amazon page. It's available on Audible through there. Or if you already have an Audible account, just go through there, and you can use one of your credits or, or, or pay for it from there. So check it out, Will It Fly. How to test your next business idea so you don't waste your time and money. Thank you so much for all your support for it. And to finish off the week, here's a quote from, well, it's actually a proverb, and that is, just when the caterpillar thought the world was ending, he turned into a butterfly beautiful. Take care. I'll see you next week in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.